to Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. We bloody loved our previous books episode in season two, so we knew we wanted to jump into the subject again. As prolific readers, can't say that word, there's no such thing as too much talking about books, right? Carla, do you agree? I mean, there's not really, and that's not an opinion, that's a it's, fact. Isn't well, yeah, it really? Exactly. So, yeah. so this season, we were going to come up with a list of, uh, a top 10 list of books, but we thought that would turn into the longest episode ever and you'd probably fall asleep before we were done. So in true Desert Island Disc style, we are going to share five books and one luxury item, each that we take to a desert island with us. Uh, for those of you who don't know about the Desert Island Island Discs, was it Radio 4, Carly? It's Radio 4. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, the premise is, an, is eight music music tracks a book and one luxury item that you take to a desert island with you so we're just going to change that up a little bit and um i feel like we should go straight in carla and you talk talk to us about your first book on the list i i shall talk to you about my first book on the list but no i was going to just say as well in case people haven't come across desert island discs that um the idea is that the tracks that they chose uh enabled a review of their life i am not sure how this is going to work oh my goodness and things i'm not quite sure mine's going to be a review but we will see how this goes um so my first book my um my 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 standout this would be the top of all my lists ever 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 otherwise i don't really have any kind of um hierarchy uh is um is an enid blyton book called oh. mr galliano's circus which almost nobody has ever heard of um i have to say i haven't because I, I mean i it, i was a huge enid blyton fan as a kid with all the famous five and the secret seven and yep. you know magic yep. far away trip was that I also loved all of those but Mr Galliano Circus was one of the first and I just fell in love with it um ah. and so it's it's a book about um a boy called Jimmy and his um his dad is out of work and he's um he goes to the circus he can't afford to go to the circus but he goes and knocks on their or not knocks on their door but like goes goes and visits and makes friends with some of the people behind the scenes and then when and there's various adventures and things happen but when the circus leaves um their handyman is uh i think there's an elephant and some theft involved but i'll let you read it for yourself and I'm have uh, they, to. I've not read they this ask one. him they they come and ask him to um if his dad can do that and and to go so they move to the circus and they literally pack up the house in an afternoon and i think only with adulthood i'm like that wouldn't bloody happen it would take me half like literally take me half the day to pack oh a God. suitcase yes but anyway don't diverging um and it is a very innocent simple happy story there's a girl uh, um so the other child uh, or the main other child at the circus is called lotta and her she rides horses her parents uh Lan and Lado also ride the horses they have the, the the horse um part of the um circus show and she and Jimmy become friends and he then gets a little dog called Lucky and they work towards and then right at the end of the book um, they are able to have a circus turn together so Lotta on her horse uh. Beauty and Jimmy with Lucky and it all sounds very nostalgic and, and wonderful and it is but there was something about it um, you'll see from actually one of my other books there's a, there's a bit of a circus theme for theme me going on yeah um, not necessarily that I wanted to run away to the circus but there is definitely something for me that um, it's just it's the most comforting thing in the world I think partly because I read it as a child Partly because when I did read it as a child, I um, it, it felt like coming home. Like it felt like somewhere I belonged. I've always had a really vivid imagination. Jimmy and Lotta were two of my first friends because I'm 
obviously super super cool um book book characters are always my friends um and my burlesque alter ego my first alter ego is um is lotta fiero so she she also came she's more than a little bit inspired by lotta as she would be when she grew up i think um so yeah so that would definitely remind me it's always what you know it's it's, it's kind of like a favorite cuddly toy when i'm when i'm a bit sad or if i just i don't know sometimes i just need I just i read it several, I, find several times this, a year. Um, I find this quite interesting that the first book you've mentioned is one from your childhood because actually looking at my list i haven't chosen any from my childhood i Oh, that's interesting. I mean, um, that is the only one from my childhood, but it yeah. is one that I, if I could only have one book, that is the book that would come with me. Okay. So, I mean, because um, I, I remember a lot of books from my childhood, um, you know, that have that obviously had an impact. Um, suddenly making me remember a whole bunch more right now as I'm talking, actually. You know, nostalgia is great. I, I think probably Ina Blyton was one of the first authors that I absolutely adored as a as a kid. Um, but then, oh God! Now I've just suddenly remembered things like Judy Bloom and Paula Danziger yeah. and so, all of those and, and, kind um, of. Yeah. Did you read Noel Stratfield and her all the shoes series? So no, Valley shoes I never was my favourite. But there was no. dancing shoes, there was theatre shoes, there was I think there's some others as well. Um, and they, as again, they they very nearly made the cut. Um, but there, there was only one from my childhood, and this is it. And it, I mean, I can show you. I can't. I can try and take a picture. But this is my my original book, um, which is I don't think it's an original original. Well, look, it's still got the county library in it. You can see. <laughs> look, look at that. So I'm gonna have to take some photos of that for the um, for the show notes. Yeah. Um, and this is a 1939 book, and this edition was published by Dean and Son, 1972. Wow. So I don't know how this came to me. I'm assuming somebody gave it to me because I obviously was not born in 1972. Um, but it's oh, it's just wonderful. It's just the best thing. I love it. I love it I so bet much. It I can't even tell you. It smells wonderful as well. This it book, does smell it? wonderful. And look, this is this is this is what's in my head. On this is the, this is the cover. I will put all these pictures in. Yes. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, that is my first book. That, that is, is a my good first, start. That's my, so it's a good like starting that. point. Hopefully, yeah. I don't feel like I've done it justice with that description, but it um and it is it's a children's book, and there are things there that are of of its time that you know maybe aren't maybe but I think to the kids of today. But oh, it, for me, it's like a it's a, like a comforting. Do you know hug. that's a that's a, a probably a lot of especially Ina Blyton was was a was is a classic one for that. You know, mm. there's a, now you know when we're talking about especially in current times, it's you know full of white privilege and uh, all the rest yeah, of it. You and, know. and just kind of assumptions like, well, obviously the mother will stay at home and do all the cooking. Yes, and it's like, yeah, yeah, mm, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, so, but um, like you say, it was it was of its time and of its time and and it just I think sometimes I think comfort reading is something that particularly if you're stranded on a desert island, but even mm. in, in real life, I think sometimes you just need something that is wraps you up like a hug and a, a hug and a cup of tea. Yes, I like that. Very yeah. good. So yes. that is my first. Fabulous. So tell me then, what what is your... what is? Uh, when, well, when we say first, can I just clarify? So that one, for me, is the top of my list. Otherwise, I have no hierarchy. So these are not yeah, necessarily yeah. in any order, are they? There is no, just, there's no they order to these be, at all. They're written, I they're written in a list down, because there's so. lines on a page, not because we exactly. have yeah, ones yeah, yet. Yeah. So what, what, what is first on your list? Uh, first on my list uh, was, um, it's uh, actually non-fiction. It's uh, On Writing by Stephen King. It's probably my all-time favourite book about writing. Okay. Um, so much so, I somehow managed to lose my copy recently and in a, oh. in a blind panic, ran down to the bookstore and found that they had another one, so I bought that. So there's probably now, there are probably now two copies knocking around the house, but I don't know where the other one is right now. So. That, that's fine. I think <laughs> you can that, never have... Either that or I've many. done the thing where I've loaned it to someone and I can't remember who I've loaned it to, but it, that would surprise me with that book because I love it so much. So it's... Um, it's I don't even remember when I first read it. It's probably when I was around. I'm I'm going to say it was when I was in my teens. Um, okay. I, uh, I mean, I you know I I loved a lot of Stephen King books anyway, but um, 
I picked this one up purely because it was about writing. And at the time I was like, yes, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to be a novelist, you know, all this, all these big dreams. And I just like the way he talked about writing. He was very sort of matter of fact and down to earth. And um... mm. so I'm really curious about this one because I, I have not read it. Okay. I've read some other books on writing and creativity and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and the main reason for that is that the only Stephen King book I have ever read is Misery. And I only read that because it was part of an American Gothic module. At oh, wow. Yes. And yeah. it, traumatized me I read, like i just i don't think he is my author i don't th- i mean well, i, do I know can what? recognize that his style i can recognize he's an extremely talented man but i just don't, do I don't you, know. to if me, i'm writing advice from him like i think maybe his 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 he's a little bit twisted and a little bit scary well hold on a second um, let me get this in here because that's what i'm just trying to say here is he's not just a horror writer i'm not a big fan of all of his horror stuff i've read a lot of it but i'm not a huge fan um, what else does he write? I don't he writes lots of, of his that isn't. He wrote Shawshank Redemption. He wrote uh, oh, The Green Mile. Okay. Um, oh, I did yeah. not know that. He wrote okay. Stand By that... Me. So all these ones that have been turned into amazing films. He oh, wrote okay. all of those as books. Uh, Shawshank. It was the Shawshank Redemption was actually based on his short story, The Shawshank uh, Shawshank Redemption, and uh, oh, was it Rita Hayworth and The Shawshank Redemption was the short story. Um, okay. And it was in a, in a book of other short stories as well. So he's um, I, so I not prefer... just a horror writer. No, he's not just a horror writer. Horror is probably what he's mostly known for. Things like mm. Carrie and The Shining and all of those things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love his non um, horror stuff. You know, The Green Mile blew me away when I read it. It's, I actually read it as the original little novella series that he released mm-hmm. it as. Um, and was immensely pleased when they finally put it all together in one big book that I could just carry around with me. So, that's really cool. so what draws you to what, what's what's the? Um, I'm guessing it's it's writing craft. I have kind of heard mm. of it, but I haven't ever read it, so I'm totally unfamiliar. Yes. As unfamiliar with the, with your book as you were with mine, which is yeah, intriguing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what what draws you to it? What have you kind of taken from it? What's it what's it brought you? Why is it coming to a desert island with you? Do you know, it's one of those things that um, whenever I find I'm feeling a little bit. Uh, uninspired or overwhelmed or that I you know I'm struggling to write for any reason it's one of those books I can grab and start reading again and normally whiz through it in a couple of hours because that's how easy it is to read Um, and by the end of it feel absolutely ready to grab my pen and start writing again it just it gets me it fires me up for writing every single time it's like getting unstuck kind of it is completely yeah yeah which is why it would be on my list so the list yeah yes so next one choices uh so the next one for me is um a little bit of a cheat actually it's um it's a series mm-hmm. um and to anyone who has heard me talk for any any kind of uh, more than about 15 minutes uh it's the wheel of time by robert jordan so yes it's a 14 book four and a half million word 4.4 million word possibly series uh which he died in the middle of uh oh, so wow. there was definitely the point where i thought and having having been reading it for about 10 10 12 years at that point i thought we weren't going to get the end it was really stressful and then it turned out that he was an even more amazing man than we thought and i mean he wasn't actually called uh, robert jordan his name was actually uh james rigney i believe mm-hmm. uh but he um he had appointed somebody else. He had appointed Brandon Sadson, who's another fantasy author, to finish his series, and he left wow. all the notes he'd done. So that you can you can see, and obviously it, you can see all the covers and stuff. But from for someone who really loves the series, you can definitely see the differences in some characters. And but some people get very arsy about it, and I actually just love I just love that we got to see what happened. I'm so grateful that we. It's saw like the somebody. End. I don't yeah. really care that some of the characters are written slightly differently because. Um, well, this is yeah. it. It's like you still get um, the thoughts that were in his head. It's just someone exactly. else. Exactly. It's just someone else has brought them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love and, that. Yeah. So, and it, the reason 
the reason that I, I mean, it's actually more than 14 books because there's a prequel and then there's a couple of kind of alongside ones and there's a glossary and there's some other stuff. Um, but the, it is just, they are like my friends. They are my old dear friends. Um, there are some that I, uh, they're like mentors. So I go to them mm. for advice. Um, they have been with me all my life. They have got me through, I started reading the series when I was about 15. So they have got me through some really difficult periods of my life as well. Um, and I just cannot imagine my life without the Wheel of Time. The the ring that I got for my, got made for my 18th birthday, so my parents wanted to get me a significant piece of jewellery. And uh, most people, I imagine, would have gone for, I don't know, diamond earrings or a ring that was... I, I, I got a ring made in the shape of a serpent eating its own tail because that, that came from the books and I've worn mm. it ever since and I love it. And now it's coming out in a series it's coming yes. it's been made by amazon so it, it's and actually that was that has been really stressful actually that that feels like something to talk about if you're a book lover books films yes. how does that yes. go and i have been i've both been excited immensely and disappointed in past with with the way yes, books have been have. turned into films I so have. yeah I agree. and so when um actually i think you were the person i spoke to you so the the wheel of time um so at the time of recording we had not yet had the trailer um sorry we'd not We've had the trailer. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. We've had the trailer. I mean, we've not yet had the release. The release yes. is the nineteenth of November, um, but I saw the trailer uh, just just a few weeks ago, and I hugged myself and cried all the way through it because I was so scared. I wanted to watch it. There was no way I wasn't going to watch it, but mm-hmm. I was so nervous because there is that. That's when you stop seeing the characters as they were in your head because yes. you know, and because it's being made by Amazon, because it's already been greenlighted for a, a greenlighted greenlit for a second series. We I know now that a bit like something like Game of Thrones is going to be everywhere. Yeah. So I had. Like, like a really clear idea of what I, and oh my god it was like seeing people I'd known all my life come come to life on screen it was the most oh amazing I love thing. that and That's that doesn't good. usually happen that doesn't mean that it's going to be perfect but it, it does mean that the, the main characters are as close to my headcanon as they were probably ever going to get um, it's interesting it's an interesting thing it's I had um big disappointment with one of uh, a book that I really loved um memoirs of a geisha absolutely oh, fell in yeah. love with this book uh, and then when, the, when the film book, oh it's a beautiful yeah and it was um it was one of those books that gave you a really clear idea of what everything should look like. It was so descriptive yes, was and so, so visual, vibrant and yeah, rich. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so I when don't when they said the film, though. Oh, so Have when they when the yeah, I've seen the film. When the, as soon as the film came out, I immediately called my friend because I'd loaned her the book and she felt the same way. And we went to go and watch it, and we were so disappointed mm. because none of that sort of real visual language came across came in, in the... And I was like, why? I, don't, I didn't have understand that. I have not seen the film, but I totally agree about the book in that mm. it's the, the, one of the richest visual yes. descriptions yeah, in, I've in, ever in read. that kind of yeah. genre. For, for, yeah, the, the, probably that I've ever read. Um, and yeah, and this is what, as I say, this is, this is, a, this is a series I could not live without. Mm. Um, and it has got me through huge amounts of stuff. And actually... I feel quite conflicted because it, it feels like having. It's, in some ways, I'm delighted that I will now be able to. So, so I feel like you're everyone. having to share a, a little bit of. I'm your... having to share. So, so I for all my life I have categorised people by the Arja system. Um, so, like, are you a yellow? Are you a brown? I'm obviously a brown. That will make more sense further down the line. <laughs> I love now that people understand that. I'm also like, hang on, that's been my secret code for a really long time. Like this is. I don't want to share this with the world. Fuck off, it's mine. But yeah. the fact that I can talk about this stuff with other people is going to be glorious. Um, so, I mean, I've been talking about it on the internet since day dot, but it's still. I don't know it's weird it's weird it's going to be mainstream but it's wonderful and it's it's a glorious it's also a very descriptive it's very visual which is why I was so nervous it's a huge the reason it's so long is because there's a massive amount of description and world building Mm. which I love um but obviously yeah 
like that can be really hard to translate yeah, so um, I'm, I, so far it looks like I'm not going to be disappointed but yeah so that that is I hope having a series is okay but that I can uh, you can't well, just pick one there isn't one book that I could choose there so it had to be it had to be the whole lot or nothing at all and it could not be on the list so hey ho I'm going to make you feel much better now because actually I've also chosen a series so excellent okay <laughs> tell me about your series because that, uh, that is going to make me feel better so I opted for um, the Thursday Next series <gasps> by Jasper Ford so that I includes I knew that would make your list that's uh, epic yes, I um, yeah. The Air Affair, Lost in a Good Book, The Well of Lost Plots, Something Rotten, First Among Sequels, One of Our Thursdays is Missing, and The Woman Who Died a Lot are the names of all the books. Um, so, tell just, us a little bit about Thursday next, because I think if you've read it, you will get it, and if you yes. haven't, you will just not. So, Absolutely. So tell, Thurs- tell us a bit about her. Thursday next is a literary detective. Um, she is able to jump into books. She is um, she polices the books, so she's actually policing the characters within the books. Um, and I, it just it's, it's this whole world of if you are a book nerd, then this will, will just will speak you to your it. heart. It really yeah. will. Yeah, it's it's um, I can't remember. I think it was my sister who introduced me to it. Actually, she she introduced me to the air affair and it was it, it's a it's like a, a weird sort of. I don't want to say dystopian, but it's like an alternate universe. It's like I would it, say in 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 it's set um, in Swindon, but dodos still exist. That kind of it's, thing. It's a little bit like Discworld in that sense. Yes, in yeah, that it's yeah. like it's close enough, to, but it's just a little reality, bit. And it gives you that satire space, yes, which I exactly. really love. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, I think um, so. And there, there is there, there are just so many little niblets of joy in it. It's just wonderful. Niblets of joy. Oh my God, we need we need to keep that forever. That's amazing. I I agree. I think that um I haven't read all of them actually, but the ones I have read, they are the kind of books that you don't you almost don't pick up because when you're just a bit like mm, well you know this will mm-hmm. be alright, and then when you close it. I mean, I think that's the hallmark of a good book anyway. Yes. Um, you are sad to leave it behind. You're yes. a bit, you feel a bit lost. You feel yes. a bit like, oh, what, my, what am I going to do with my life now? Because even if it's only been, you know, a few hours of reading to get through it. Um, yeah, it, it feels very... My like, big thing with really all you. of... Um, even Jasper Ford's other... He's got a crime a nursery crime series and he's got a couple of um, like one-off books as well. With all of his books, the, there's a thing that happens to me that I've not had happen with any other book that I've, I think oh. I've ever read. And it's that I get so lost in reading them that when I look up and look at the world around me, I am expecting to see a dodo running past. That or... is exactly how I feel about The Wheel of Time. Uh, okay. Electric light. I have to suddenly go, wait a second. Why am I not in a tavern This this world is completely different to the one that I've just been in. Yes, and it is. He writes Um, so vibrantly. I can tell you a really fun way to make that even more disorientating. So I have fallen into the habit of wearing vaguely medieval style dresses uh, over the last few years just because I love them and they feel exciting and they make me happy and they kind of suit my flair for the dramatic Mm -hmm. Um, and they're maxi dresses I don't have to shave my legs it's great it's like super (laughs) authentic right like no no one shaved their legs in medieval times no but um, not that wheel of time is strictly medieval but um, so I can say if you if you can find some like costumey character like bits accessory bits like a a handbag or um, yeah it it then you feel even more like you're immersed in the book that you love Um, I love that and it's a secret signal to other people who love those books I have a waiting 
my whole life for somebody to recognize my ring um and the stickers that i now have on the back of my laptop and uh, i suspect i'm gonna get my wish and that's gonna be really fucking disappointing so yeah i like it that's an excellent choice can i just before we move away from that one i i Mm. do have a little quote that i've pinched from one of the books (gasps) yes yes Um, i say a little quote it's um it's probably gonna take me a a couple of minutes to read because it's a slightly longer but it's from um it's from the book the well of lost plots and it is one of these things that i actually highlighted and it's all marked out in the book because it just it it pleases me so much can i just insert they have the best titles like Ford has the hands down best titles absolutely aren't they amazing yes yeah absolutely so continue miss so it's a it's a conversation going on here so good item seven the had had and that that problem lady cavendish weren't you working on this Lady Cavendish stood up and gathered her thoughts. Indeed, the uses of had-had and that-that have to be strictly controlled. They can interrupt the imagino-transference quite dramatically, causing readers, readers to go back over the sentence in confusion, something we try to avoid. Go on. It's mostly an unlicensed usage problem. At the last count, David Copperfield alone had had-had-had 63 times, all but 10 unapproved. Pilgrim's progress may also be a problem due to its had-had-that-that ratio. So what's the problem in progress? that that Hang on, I've got to do this now. That that had that that ten times, but had 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 only thrice. Increased had had usage had had to be overlooked, but not if the number exceeds that 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 usage. Hmm, said Bellman. I thought had 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 TGC's approval for the use in Dickens. What's the problem? Take the first had had and that that in the book by way of example, said Lady Cavendish. You would have thought that the first had 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 good occasion to be seen as had, had you not. Had 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 approval, but had 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 not. Equally, it is true to say that 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 had had approval, but that that other that that had not. It goes on, just this whole thing. And I just, I got to the end of it and was just like... This this is I this, yes I think I think actually so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna issue a, a minor correction you said if you're a book nerd I'm gonna add <laughs> a word even if you're not a book nerd but you are a word nerd yes. you're gonna enjoy Thursday next absolutely just there yeah. are there are yeah. It's, it's riddled just, it's with this wonderful. kind of stuff it's amazing. Um, I also feel like it's gonna be quite a good self selection because there will be some people who will listen to that and go. The word, the word, word now. The word? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was what I actually remember the first time I read that, and I just laughed my socks off, which is total word no territory, it. really, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, I think so. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> I approve muchly. Yeah. And I'm seeing a little bit of a theme, which is interesting. Yes. Writing, writing words. Mm, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Um. What with my third? Yes. What have you got next? Oh, okay. So my third one is my first non-fiction. <laughs> um, it is a book that completely changed my life. Um, it is a book who sadly uh, the author passed away a couple of years ago, um, but it is Refused to Choose by Barbara Sher. Oh, okay. And so she is the author of another book, which I think is a bit more well-known, called Wishcraft, which sounds super woo. Um, Refused to Choose is her... In fact, let me read you the blurb because I think this is... So it says, Refused to Choose. Use all of your interests, passions and hobbies to create the life and career of your G- your dreams. Uh, she also wrote a book called I Could Do Anything If Only I Knew What It Was, which was the point at which I was like, I think oh, I have I found, think I think I have like found, my, tribe. I I found my people in life. <laughs> and on the back it says, are you a scanner? So she introduced me to the word scanner. So scanners are, so this is multipods. This is multipodery. This is multipod life. This is multipotentialites. And this is how I discovered that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. I was reading this book. Um and are you a scanner? I'm fascinated by something new every week. I start so many things, but finish almost none of them. I know I should focus on one thing, but which one? With what I now know, she does actually tackle ADHD. So I, I've reread it recently. And she, because I, I looked at that the other day and I was like, oh, actually, that's interesting. Because am I a multipod or do I just have ADHD? No, it turns out there is, well, 
she hasn't found a causal link, but there is a surprisingly high, there unsurprisingly high, there unsurprisingly be. high number of <laughs> entrepreneurs with ADHD and multipods who are entrepreneurs and uh, ADHD people who are multipods and all of those. I'm sure those things are linked. If I ever went back to uni, that would probably be my chosen study. Um, and the reason that this is on my list is because it gave me permission to be who I actually was. It gave me permission mm. to stop trying to fit into a box and pick one thing and focus on the thing and be good at the thing. It gave, I was already good at multiple things. So it didn't give me permission to be good at multiple things. It gave me permission to progress all of those things simultaneously and choose how I created my business to have and my life to have all of those different things in it, which now probably doesn't seem that weird because now we are of, we've got the, We've got slashies and we've got some other stuff that it's become. But but I think I read the first read this probably 11, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that the fact that I read it rather than finding it on the inter- like finding this information on the Internet, I think is also significant. Like it just wasn't as big a thing as it is now. It wasn't as well known. And there were lots of people saying, but you just need to you just need to pick something. Just pick something. Like, yeah. why can't you just yeah. pick something? And I just felt like I was a crazy person. And then I read it and I was like, oh, I'm not a crazy person. I can just do all of these different things. And in it, she outlines different ways. So she talks about different types of so there are some people who deep dive sequentially and there are some people who um, plate spin. So they spin lots of plates at once. And there are some people who do they might just have two things and they split their life between these two things that they want to do and they do and she just made it all seem obviously there's a lot of work that goes into making that happen but it was the first time i'd ever seen it as even a even a possibility rather Mm. than just like oh get out of dreamland sort of and it was just amazing so yep she is um she is she's often referred to as um the grandmother of scanners and she um i wish i wish i'd had a chance to meet her but sadly she passed away before i could i'm gonna have to write that to Um, my list actually i've not read that book yeah it's an amazing book um i could do anything for any of you is also good but the one that i have kept it this is one interesting you said about loaning books out so i have certain books that i will not loan out unless Mm -hmm. i have a second copy yeah so there are certain books this is one of them uh free range humans is another one um Night Circus is another one. Um, I've got sev- several books that I am. Um, I have a copy that is mine and I have a backup copy on my Kindle and I have a copy that I will willingly loan yeah, out. Because yeah. if it doesn't come back, which nine times out of ten it doesn't, this is not one I would be willing to part with. This is the thing. I actually, te- I, don't, I don't do that with, with the backing up, but if it's a book that I know I would be heartbroken not to see back i just buy the other person a new copy that's that's normally the, um, what the backing i do up is so. actually less about less about backing up and more so that i can read it even if it's because my kindle goes almost everywhere with me much yeah. as i would didn't think i was going to want a kindle that's a whole nother that's probably a whole nother episode actually, oh gosh yes e-book. definitely um but it means that i can dip in and out wherever i am whatever i'm doing and i find that really helpful so yeah um, this one actually doesn't have any version but most most of my other books do so yeah so it's on my non like i do not loan i i you can you can if i've got a loan copy and it's in you can have it i'm like a one woman library yeah um so yeah so that that is my that is my third and my first um non-fiction non-fiction, non-fiction business yes. it's kind of somewhere between the two really it's not yeah. really a business book but it kind of is so yeah i like yeah. that absolutely uh, i What's also have another non-fiction um oh, okay. uh, it's one we've already talked about previously oh. in another episode it's big magic oh. by elizabeth oh, gilbert oh that is, that is um, a good choice yeah it's that's it, it, it will forever be on my list this is a book again i will not loan out i'll just buy people a copy of it because you yeah. know because I everyone, everyone needs, needs to read it exactly yes yeah I absolutely it's um one of those books that i've got a couple of uh books that i've uh previously picked up to read on a flight and have finished it by the time I've landed at the other end. So this is one of them. I, uh, I read it on a flight to Malta and it was it was done and dusted by the time I got there, which made me think, oh, now what? And it's I'm not that read? long a flight either, is it? It's not. It's about <laughs> three here. hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah and that yeah. was that was stopping to like watch a film as well in the middle. <laughs> 
but um, that was gripping. Yeah. So what drew you to it? What was what was your kind of what, what or what what not even what drew you to it? What um we've all done the picking up a book for a mm. journey. Yes. What what gripped you about it? Um, I think it's it just it's one big permission slip to do whatever you want to do. Yes, that yes. Um, so actually, our third books are quite similar. Yeah, in that similar sense. in that so regard. It's a big permission yeah. thing, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. It's all about that permission. It's. I mean, obviously, I'd read. I'd already read. Um, Eat, Pray, Love, and mm-hmm. uh, I think I'd read one other of hers as well. I can't remember which one it was. And then this came out. Um, so, I mean, I kind of went into reading it without any real expectations of what it was going to be because I'd read her memoir and I'd read... Uh, yes, and this is quite different from... from yeah, yeah, all, completely well, different. At the time, certainly, I think it was different from all of her other work. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it was, it was, yeah, it's just that the fact that it is that permission slip and it's so... in Every time I read it, I get something new out of it as well. Yes. It's it's um, yes. it's so inspiring. It just... Yeah. Little I think it's one of those ones me. also, it's it's the kind of book that you can dip into as yes. well when you're feeling a bit... Well, you know where you, you describe this the on writing, you said mm. you can kind of read the whole thing. Big Magic feels like that you can read the whole thing, but actually yeah. if you've got five minutes and you need a lift, you can actually just... Dip, you can almost open just it anyway. grab a chapter yeah, and read just open yes. it see yeah. where it falls open and read and yeah. you, it's like a little bit of a because every page has some some so joys much, and inspiration so in, isn't it? much it's joy. an amazing yeah. book yeah, yeah that's absolutely. an excellent choice Sarah so I, um, it's a, it, that's a quick one because I know we've already talked about yes, it yes no it's, no uh, but it's an excellent yeah. one I approve mm-hmm. muchly and uh, and actually I would say that um, when we went to see her that was also one big <gasps> permission slip because that was absolutely. based on back so that must have been when it came out that must have been part of that tour yeah it was part of that tour yes I think it was a big magic event and yeah that was just just glorious so yes we will link back to the episode where we talked about that in much more detail yes um Okay, so interestingly, I'm loving the synchronicity here. Like, I don't think I don't think we have any matching ones on here, unless no. our final one is my fourth book on my list. Um, also, is on my list. It's a fiction book again. Okay. Um, and it's on my list because every time I read it, I find something new in there. I, I don't okay. think I, could ever, I don't think I will ever. Where I know lots of my favourite books off by heart, I don't think I will ever know. Uh, this is the Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern. Ah, oh, I've not read and this yet. No, it's oh, this, again oh, also Sarah, on my list. You will love it's on my list. It. You will yeah. love it. Um, so there's there's there are some. So actually, with this and the Wheel of Time, both there are some dark bits which I tend to skate over a little bit. Like I, I do read for escapism, I do read for comfort, um, but it is just the most evocative book. And it's weird because actually, normally um, newer books don't necessarily make it. I know, I know the the brief for this wasn't necessarily comfort reading, but newer books don't often make it to my comfort reading list. Comfort reading for me is that it's so familiar and it's so, you know, it, it feels like a feels like a hug. They feel like friends. Um, but this this felt like. The first time I read it, I remember being struck by like I already know these people. These these are people I've been wait. They've been waiting to meet me. I've been wait. They've been waiting for me. They have been waiting for me. Um, and I won't spoil. I won't actually talk about the plot because um, there isn't. It's really hard to talk about the plot and not not give the game like give everything away. But um, it is a beautiful, beautiful book. It's again the costumes, the 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 description, the visuals. It's so evocative of of like it's like a circus all grown up but also not there are children there are like sort of teenagers at the heart of it and i think that also appeals to me it's not a young adult book but the um um bailey who's kind of one of the main protagonists is um 10 when we first meet him and 15 or 16 i think um at the end and um and again so this has influenced for me it has influenced so a lot of what i wear is um so the the night circus is um all black and white and okay. then the Revers, the Dreamers, who are the kind of the circus's main um, 
fans for want of a better word um it's all set in kind of the 1800s 17 1800s so it, there's lots of letter writing and, and news and it's wonderful the, the way they talk about how they talk to each other and things um they wear black and white with just a flash of red oh. so you will find that so for example if i'm kicking around in dungarees i will usually have a black and white striped top underneath it um i have um just odd just odd little bit it's not it's not like a that's all i wear but um most of what i wear is influenced by books there's there's, there's a huge amount of like just a nod to my favorite places and my favorite i love Um, that actually books can even influence the things that you wear it's not something that most people would put together is it so when i say books are my life Mm. it's not i'm not exaggerating they really are like my whole i I cannot imagine and actually one of the things that i think well we probably talk about in a bit more detail later in the episode but um over covid i lost my ability to read i could not Mm. read and it was honestly it was like having like an arm chopped off or something it was horrendous in fact i think i genuinely with without any hyperbole i think i would have preferred to have lost an arm than lost my ability to read because i just lost i lost all my it's my my comfort and my escapism and my imagination and my joy and and the night circus encompasses all of that it's cool it's just the most glorious book i love it um so much so that she has actually released i think it was about a year ago she released another book and i'm i'm holding on to the anticipation to mid-covid and i couldn't read it and um it's on my list i was like i really want to savor it and i'm so busy at the moment i can't savor it in the way i know that they're not the same characters but i know i'm going to love it in the same way so um but yes so and the night circus again it feels that like there's there's one of the first burlesque performances I ever saw um, up close, it was one like a, in an experiential um, party rather than, so like an immersion, like like immersion theatre, I suppose, immersive theatre, I think it's called. Yep. Again, about 10 years ago, uh, in when I very, very, very first came to Colchester, it was a night circus themed party. So, um, and all the, and one of the burlesque performances and the fire performers were all influenced by and, and inspired by, and it just, that, it was just one of those nights where you think this is this is where this is where I want my life to be like. This is mm. I have found where I'm supposed to be. So yeah, like coming Aww, home. I love all that. the circus, all the circus books, all the, all the, circus, all the circus, circus and fantasy. They feel like coming home. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, well, my third. That's my I love that. Father. That's wonderful. Oh god, we're at four already. We're doing well. We're four already. We? Yeah, but I, I liked I liked the synchronicity between you when you said you know that you take something new yes. each time because some some books I think it's that you know them so well you can sink into them. Yes. And some actually it's lovely that you feel like as much as you read them and I agree that big magic is absolutely one of those two you could read them and read them and read them and you'd still find something different yes. every time yeah, to take absolutely. away or some different perspective yeah. or new thing that you hadn't noticed so yeah, yeah. totally yes so what about you That's uh, so my fourth book is is also a fiction book um it's the martian by andy weir which i thought Ooh. is a bit of a strange edition it's, I've it's never heard of it i'm it's curious really clusters adult science fiction Um, It's about a man called Mark Watney, I think his name is. Uh, He is a botanist astronaut and he gets stranded on Mars. Um, That is incredibly specific. I love it already. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the premise of the book. The book is very specific in that, you know, the the science is really believable, which surprised me because I'm not a science person at all. Science does not interest me. But the way this guy writes um is just it's so engaging it's really um it's really a uh what's the word accessible and approachable and um he's made this character so likable as well the very first that's always nice the first three lines of the book are i'm pretty much fucked that's my considered opinion fucked that's that's how the book starts and it gets like, better that's quite relatable isn't it yeah. yeah despite him obviously being quite a, exactly uh, an unusual situation shall yes. we say yeah yeah epic. it's one of these books as well i've never ever had a science fiction book make me cry 
Mm. Um, it makes me laugh. It, it, there is, it, I've, you know, it, it has so many facets to it. It was, it just mm. blew me away. Is it his? Book. Is it? Is it like an account of his experiences, or is it a? Yes. So yes, yeah. it, it starts off with him um, being stranded on Mars. He was there with a team of people on a like a, a thirty day away mission. Um, a, 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 a big storm happens. He um, gets knocked to the ground. His suit gets punctured, and they, his team, uh, as they're running, as they're running, obviously not running on Mars. You know, making know their way mean. back to their their ship to spacewalking. They need to get yes. off of the off of the planet basically so they believe okay. he's dead they've left him thinking he's oh. dead oh, um that's and when he yeah when he comes to when he when he regains consciousness he realizes that they're gone and he is there by himself um that's and giving me chills he, and not necessarily in a good way it's okay. he somehow has to survive uh there on the planet with wow. because there's also the the added extra of there is, there's a massive time delay between messages being able to get back to Earth and back to Mars again. So I think he spends like the first, I can't remember how long it is now, but it's the first few weeks uh, trying to, um, you know, survive on Mars. And nobody even knows that he's alive. They all they all assume he's dead. Ooh. So, Ooh, that, um, yeah. but it, it's done with a lot of humour as well. It's just, it's, it's, I think the thing that, the reason I wrote it down, I was surprised to put it down on the list, actually. It was one of those books I was surprised okay, to include myself kind of... over some of the books that oh, I didn't God. include, which we're going to talk yeah, about. Talk about shortly. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it's, it's, you, I mean, to write a book about a person on a planet by themselves is no mean thing. It's some achievement, yeah. Yeah, and it's that. it's um, um it's he writes this cat. It's a, it, I think it's because it's the character he's developed that it's it's such a developed character that you feel like this guy could be your friend. He's just like it's it's a really. It's so well written. He, he probably is your friend, Sarah. He probably is my friend. He's already yes. your friend. I regularly I would... say, I mean, I, I don't make any secret of it, but I regularly say, oh yeah, my friend had blah, 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 blah. You know, when you're, you're giving advice in a situation where someone's talking to you, and then I get in the car to go home and I'm like, shit, that wasn't a friend. That's a book <laughs> character. I wonder if, she, if she's read the same book, she's going to find same. me out. Yeah. If she ever reads the book, she's going to be like, Carla was lying. So they do, they sneak in and they become your friends. But Amazing. no, that's, he, and he sounds like a great friend to have, to be Oh, fair. totally. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Can you spoil yes. the surprise? Did he survive? Did he make it? He did there? survive. Yes. He that's, did I need survive. to know that in yes. order to be able to sleep yeah. tonight. So that's that. Sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I should have said spoiler that. Spoiler alert. No, no, yeah. that's fine. We can know. That's cool. That's an epic one. I like that. And I like that's a real wild card, actually, because we, yeah, I haven't ever ever come across that and i consider oh. myself fairly widely read so oh it's um, a great book i highly recommend mm. it definitely yes excellent okay carry on I'm what's ready next for the last number one. five yes number tell five us. so number five is it surprised me um in it not in not at all in the same way but surprised me that it was on so i mean i made my initial list which was like 48 books long uh, and then i had to try and narrow it down that was hard <laughs> um this one made it this is actually quite i in fact i only read I only started to read this book. I think I bought it under a year ago, so it, it's unusual for a book to make it to my um, my top ten, let alone my top five, that quickly. Um, but this one has had a really profound impact on me, on how I am in the world, on how I run my business, on how I see things, on my mindset. Um, and it's playing big by Tara Moore. Ma? Oh, Moore. don't know how to pronounce her. Surname. On, really I'm that's sorry, Tara, on my to read list, actually, and I still haven't yeah. got around to reading it yet. It's um, I mean, I'm still so I've been I've I've read it twice, um, and. Uh, sort of 
stunned my way the first time cried my way through the second time um and i'm now trying to go back through it and actually implement some of the stuff um ah. that, that is in there um but it, i can feel there's 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 been quite a few far too many to, to to mention in an episode this length but um there's been yeah a few a few instances more than a few instances really where i've gone oh yeah actually oh yeah actually i've noticed myself doing saying that or oh i'm gonna think it's it's like a it's it's a mindset, conscious choices, um, recognizing old patterns of playing small, of being modest and quiet, and um, and the thing actually there is oh I did I don't think I've got it handy the quote I will definitely put it in the show notes there's a quote that I sent you at the time I think that I sent 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 about five people at the time, and um, I am probably going to balls it up um, <laughs> because this is the copy that I have not highlighted because I wanted to keep a copy nice, um, but basically it was along the lines of. Um, it's, a lot of it there is about um, listening to your inner voice and, and having your inner mentor and there's meditations to go and find and meet your inner mentor, which I've done, which was amazing. Um, but <laughs> the thing that absolutely blew me away and the thing that made me go, this is a book that I need in my life all the time. Um, everything that I am paraphrasing, so I'm, I apologise if I cock this up. Um, everything that so the, the, the accepted wisdom of getting ahead is to and education is to go and learn. Uh, about that stuff and then regurgitate that stuff and research a bit more stuff and then go and work in that field yeah but as a general rule everything that is in an accepted field of knowledge in most fields has been written by men Mm. and so for women that is not necessarily it's not a bad thing but but we need to add our voice in as well yes um and uh, that's not the central premise of the book but that was that was the bit where i was like okay i think this is going to change everything for me even on the first read through i was like this is it's been on my to read list for years years and years um and then i just picked it up and was like oh okay this is big this well is you this just than you've totally inspired me to that's going to be the next book that i'm going to read now or as soon as i finished the I, book that i'm, I'm delighted because then we can we can chat about it yes. like, and stop boring yeah, people yeah. who haven't read about it's it it's one of those books that i added um, to my list a long long time ago and i keep adding yeah, you know keep yeah. adding books no, to my list and it's but... um it is a, a wonderful, wonderful book, partly because I think one of the things that I've struggled with the most in life is not believing that I can do something. Is that somewhere between imposter syndrome and mindset? And well, who am I to do this when there's people who are struggling doing, you know, other things? And um, actually, this is it's it, it's another big permission slip, I'll be yes. honest. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a bit of a mindset shift along with the permission. And it is just bloody brilliant. I love, love it. it. So that that Fabulous. is my number five. That That's is my good. Five. It's a good one to finish and on. So actually, the fact that you haven't read it means that we don't have any that crossover. No, because I wasn't sure if that would end up being the one. So what? What's your? What's your final book? So again, another surprise for me on this list. It was I. There were there were three or four other books I was considering putting on. This wasn't even in my head at the time, oh, and then it just okay. suddenly popped into my head. Um, okay. It was it was a book. It's a book I've actually only ever read once, um, okay. but I have now every intention of going back and rereading it. It's okay. called Beauty Tips from Moose Jaw, uh, Travels in Search of Canada by Will Ferguson. Oh, it's, okay. um, if you've read Bill Bryson, you will love mm. Will Ferguson. Amazing. Okay. Um, it's a, he is a Canadian and it is a book about Canada from his perspective, literally traveling from oh. one side of Canada to the other. And okay. I, it's, it's, do you know, it's funny. I, when people said to me, um about like moving to Canada why can why Canada what is it you why did you move to Canada and I was like I don't know I just liked the sound of the place I'd actually completely forgotten about reading this book (laughs) okay um but I now have I now believe actually this book was a really big influence on why Canada and I I just clean forgotten that I'd even read this book um it was it was just written with lots of humor lots of self-deprecating humor which I really like um but also it again just it was 
they he wrote about the country in a way that just blew my mind resonated. it just yeah really resonated really fascinated me um in ways that i was just like i need to see this place i need to oh, i need to go and visualize the, the place that he is describing um and i say i've literally that's the and look, only, look how that turned out look how it turned out you know it's just to show as well the power of books doesn't it like yeah, how powerful they can be definitely. Oh, that's um, amazing. yeah so that was it was again it was a bit of an odd one to put in there but it's it because I th- you just said the words with your the last book that you mentioned it had such a profound effect on me mm. Well, clearly, but that I didn't even I wasn't even really aware of at the time. It was a, it was a subliminal. Yeah. It was I, a subliminal do you know what thing. I think? I have long believed that the right books. So I used to be, for full disclosure, I used to be when I say I used to be a librarian, I used to work as an inquiry officer in Chelmsford Library specifically, um, which some people would say that's got fuck all to do with being a librarian because you know librarians have specific skills but you can't work in a like a you don't tend to go and work in a library unless you love books and mm-hmm. b you can't work in a library without some element of helping people find so inquiry officer was helping people find information but nine times out of ten that information was in a book because yeah. that's where we were in the library yeah um but so and and sometimes it was finding fiction books or it was oh and i read this amazing book which had like a woman called helen and a red cover and you'd have to try and figure that out and i loved that <laughs> but the thing that i had long believed and which that those two years working there really cemented for me is that books have a, an uncanny very magical and it is it is definitely a supernatural thing there is there is no way there is a way to explain this they find the people they're supposed to find mm, at yes. the times that they are supposed to find them yes so that might be because and some people will say oh no it's because a friend recommended it to me i'm like yeah but why did they recommend you that book right then why did they buy you that book rather than waiting for you to put it on your kindle why yeah. did why did you walk into that charity shop that day and pick up that copy of that book mm-hmm. um and they do, they find, um, I'm not saying every book you read will be like that, but I think the books, the, the books that have the big influences on you, you yes. will yeah, find yeah. or return to or pick up or trip over or discover or be recommended or as, uh, they, they will find you at yes. the time. Like book, books find their readers. I don't think as readers, we have a lot of control over that. No, um, I, I really agree. Like, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably sound like a crazy person, but honestly, I've seen it over and over and over again. Um, and there is a real magic to that, I think. Um, and certainly with that one, it sounds like, you know, it found you at the right time and then it yes. refound you after after it had this massive effect on you that you didn't even yeah know just wasn't even had. aware of it yeah, at all which yeah which is amazing yeah. so, i'm saying as well you know there are half a dozen bill bryson books i could have added to the list as well because i love oh, the way he writes bill bryson. actually so so let's have a really well actually should we really quickly do our luxury items and then oh what? yes talk about what didn't this might yes. end up being a little bit of a longer than usual episode but it's yes. okay because it's books we're okay <laughs> with that um the, the book nerds will still be listening the non-book nerds will have long since tuned out we are okay with that or at least i am okay with that hopefully exactly. sorry you are as well yeah so what what was your luxury item uh, so my luxury item it's, it's word related it goes back to I, I couldn't decide on one thing so it's it's a kit it's a writing kit um so it includes notebooks pens and enough chocolate to see me through, basically. <laughs> so we do have a crossover because my um, my uh, my luxury item is a bag containing a fountain pen, endless ink, really nice paper, oh. lots of tempered chocolate, and a ah, fine flax. Oh, perfect! There we go. We're all good then. Um, it is a specific <laughs> bag. I won't bore you with the bag, but I might take a photo of it. Um, but yes, so um, that was a thing. Um, so that I can keep myself organised and also write about. And it, do you know what narrowly avoided being my luxury item was a camera because I was like, oh, I really. Oh, it's on I, I my realized, list as well. Actually, I, I understand about that. Without, without anyone to show. Yes. The words would be easier to leave behind. The words would be a better way of documenting 
what I was thinking, what I was thinking. And and then I could also fiddle with books and write book and do which mm-hmm. I can't I can't write a book with a camera as much no. as I would like to. Exactly. So but they they were they were hard. What what miss was there anything that narrowed? we also we just just for, for we didn't want to have to choose between our cats. We no. didn't want to have to make anyone choose between a loved one and a cat or, or several so because the cats would definitely win and then our loved ones would be upset. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. we just said no living beings. <laughs> That's why we've chosen writing implements and chocolate. I love that we've both chosen like both the same things though. Got, that, it has that to was, be. Yeah. It has to be. Um, yeah, so um, and I've got it written down here, so that that definitely wasn't me copying. That was just me snorting when I was when you, especially when you added the chocolate. I was like, <laughs> well, you that know, was a face. sorry, see the face podcast. I need but... I need to have some chocolate while I'm writing. It helps, you know, just to keep the keep the flow yes. of, of things mm. going. So it's, also, it's if it's necessary. if it's chunky enough, it's quite good to throw at things when you get frustrated. So mm-hmm. I want to throw chocolate anything, Carla. Oh, I do. Then it shatters into small bits, and then you oh, can eat no, it. Oh no, 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 no! It just no? goes straight oh, okay. in my mouth. There's no throwing chocolate at anybody. Clearly, like, we have different chocolate eating habits. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fair. Excellent. So, um, okay, so let's have a little chat then about how because it, it it was really hard to. It was um, very it was really hard. hard to choose. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I certainly I had. I mean, initially, I think I wrote. Well, as I say, my, I think I think my initial list was forty eight, and I was like, right, what books could I not live without? And I was writing, and I was like, okay, I'm to my second. I mean, just asking yourself that question: what books could I not live yeah. without? Is a really difficult question, you know. It is, it is. Yeah. And, but why? Why is it so hard? Is it because we love books? Is it because we have too many books? Is it? Um, I don't. Know. I think it's what, because what they the all bring different things to the table, don't they? They. Um, and I think it also depends on the time of life and the way you're feeling right now, and. You know, if you ask me this question again in two weeks' time, it might be a completely different, completely different answer. Yeah, set, set of li- books, yeah. you know, that I would put on the list. Yeah. So, um, that's true. yeah, yeah, it's it's just um, it's tough. It's it's like trying. It is trying to whittle actually, down friends. You're right. I think it's like in fact, I have got somewhere in here. I'm just looking up my bookshelf. Yes, it's there. There's a book called The Novel Cure, which somebody bought me. Oh, that sounds good. Why have I not I heard keep, of this? Funny enough, I keep meaning to buy it for you, but it's so expensive to send to Canada that I'm going to. Um, let, oh, I could. I, anyway, right sidetrack remove yes. sidetrack come back off the tangent um <laughs> it is a book called in fact i'm gonna get it down i'm just gonna get down and read from it um so basically i was just about to say books for me are like oh hang on hold on i'm just gonna have to pause while, I, while I do this oh oh and you i'm sure the microphone has picked up that lovely stretchy noise i just made as well <laughs> excellent um so um Books to me are like medicine, so you pick the right one depending on what you need. So it might be that you need comfort, it might be that you need excitement, it might need might be escapism, it might need information, you might need inspiration, you might yep. need all of the things we talked about and some more. So the novel cure um, by Ella Bertude and Susan Elderkin was a present. I actually can't remember who from, which is appalling, and it's not written in because my friends are really weird and don't write in books. I always write what? in books and I give them oh, to people. Oh no, I like putting little messages in books. And it's called the A to Z of literary remedies. And so you look up the thing that you are wanting remedied. And it tells you what to read. <gasps> so, for example, I've just opened it at a random thing. It says common sense, lack of. And it's got um, a little bit of information about what that might be like to cure this moment. And then it says to cure this lamentable lack, read Stella Gibbons's much loved gothic spoof Cold Comfort Farm. Mm. Um, and then it tells you a little bit about it. So you can decide whether or not you want to read it. So it's basically a prescription. It, it, it's, and then there's reading ailments. Um, so it's it's got all these reading ailments and um, and... The, the, the suggestions, the prescriptions that it would give uh, for that. Um, I don't always agree with what it recommends. It's, there's there's a lot of um, classics in there that I'm not super... Um, super yeah, cool. I'm not a big fan of the classics, um, I have to say. But I absolutely love the concept of it. I love yes, it. It's, I love it's, it. It's one of my favourites for, for that reason. So... Um, and I feel like maybe that is what books are... You know, maybe that's why it's so hard to choose because actually 
you need different books depending on yeah where you are in life what has just happened why are you looking for a book are you relaxing or are you recovering from a crisis exactly are you yeah. hiding yeah. are you trying to get to sleep are you yeah so i feel like maybe that different that wants and needs aren't they yeah different absolutely. wants and needs yeah mm, definitely yes. it's, it's really hard yeah um, have you got any major so with that in mind and obviously as with with that caveat are there mm. any are there any that if we'd had more than five, they definitely would have made, and really should, like, maybe should have made, you felt a bit bad for leaving them off? Are there any kind of... Yeah, I wrote a, a few books down that I felt terrible for leaving off, actually. Okay, um, good, me too. So I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Good. So no first, pun intended. First of all, another another series, the Harry Potter series would, you know, would have to be in there somewhere. Oh, do you know what? I didn't even put Harry Potter in <gasps> here, which is horrendous, because Shameful. actually that is massive, isn't it? <laughs> Mm. It, is it was on my big list, but yeah. it's not on this list. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I already spoke about one of the memoirs of a geisha. That was one of my yes. books that I would have uh, included in there. And another book called The Historian by Elizabeth Costova um, is a beautiful book. Absolutely beautiful, stunning story. Uh, again, very visual, very descriptive. Um, it's like a modern retelling of um, Dracula as well. It's supposed to be. Oh, okay. Uh, really beautiful book. Loved it. It was, it was a book that was actually bought for me. Uh, by a friend as a birthday gift and I put off reading it for a long long time because it was a tome it was freaking huge it was massive um but once I started reading it I fell in love with it um and the other one is probably the ultimate feminist's book or one of one of the uh, uh, book for feminists it's um called The Red Tent by Anita Diamont Diamont I can't remember how you pronounce her name now um which is actually set in biblical times I'm not normally a fan of things like the Bible and all of that stuff, but it was actually a uh, it was um, based on uh, a woman who was named in the Bible, um, but she had one tiny little line written about her, and this woman has created an entire world about her in this book. Oh wow! Um, Okay, which is really it was really fascinating to sort of read about the women of that time and their experiences like childbirth and the red tent was where all the women go when they were on their period so yes um, I have heard in fact when you said the red tent I was thinking along yes um, yeah yeah magic circle gatherings um, um, magical gatherings of women which is what I've heard that's what I've heard that in connection and it's again beautiful book really amazing book also really intrigued because I think there's a really strong I don't know if you've noticed anything similar about mine there's I think for me there's a really strong a theme of um characterization in mm. your choices yes like you are obviously loving the the characters and the way that they've been written and how they've been written and 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 how they come to life and yeah. i love that like yeah. i think i mean it's not a surprise given what you do but it's it's <laughs> it's really interesting to yes. see um, yeah it's so, the thing yeah. that matters is oh. very important to me definitely as i'm reading books it's um definitely yeah i mean I don't, I don't know if mine are as, um, as very exciting as that, although yeah. they're very special to me. So um, my kind of woo one is Women Who Run With The Wolves, um, which is oh, one of those another one on my I list have. I still oh. haven't read yet. Mm. So it's one of those, I have never managed to get through it. I've, I've probably read it several times now, but I have never read it cover to cover. It's one of those ones that I pick up and dip into, and it is just this wonderful... Um, I've been recommended it several times by people. I must Yeah, it's a glorious that. book. Mm. Um, really, really good. Um, definite feminist leanings, I think, as well in there. Like, it's, just, it's, just a, it's just a beautiful book. Um mm. The whole Disc World series, but special <gasps> mention to Tiffany Aching. So Tiffany Aching is one of those people that I go back to again and again when I, which is weird because I reread all five books quite recently, and um, one of them is dark as fuck. Like it's it's designed for it's um, I shall wear midnight, and it is supposed to be like all the Tiffany Aching series is supposed to be for young adults, and Tiffany herself is only fourteen or fifteen in that book, mm. and it is so dark. I can't even. In fact, I'm not going to say what's in there because then we would need like fifteen trigger warnings, but. It, it's kind of amazing how 
it, it, there is lightness in the dark and there's the um kind of the redemption i suppose um but it, it it it's it's a big it's one of those that i've been reading for a long time and then i reread it the other day and was like whoa i suddenly have more insight this is weird um so that was yeah but all those and again tiffany is my friend she's kind of kind of my mentor and kind of my friend mm. um so that's cool free range humans how to be a free range human it's of obviously course. a book that is yeah. on my list because that changed my life um the crossroads of should and must Ooh, um is excellent. a really yes. interesting one um which again, I go back to. It depends what mood I'm in, um, but that is one that I go back to either for um, gentle inspiration or a kick up the ass, depending yeah. on what I'm doing. It does both yeah. very well. Um, Big Magic was also on my list for that. Um, Harry Potter definitely should have been. Uh, one slightly odd one, which you may or may not have heard of, is The Lost Art of Keeping Secrets by Eva Rice. Um, oh, I've a... read this. Yeah. Have you? Yes, oh, I okay. have. What did yeah, you yeah. think? Because I think some people I wave it at and they're like, mm. but I love books about big houses and I love nostalgic books and I love books about friendship. And this is like all of those wrapped into one glorious book. a while ago that I read book. it now. I was, um, I I enjoyed it. It was, it, it was, I, I used the word pleasant. I, for me, it, it felt mm. like it was a pleasant read. Um, so weirdly I read another one of her books and hated it so I don't okay. know what it is about this specific because I was like oh I found an author I love and then read it and was like me oh yeah so I don't it, wasn't, think, it wasn't terrible it was just me I don't think so, she's the best writer I have to say I wasn't no I'll give you that yeah. but most most of my favourites my, my, my stuff is, is very much on like how immersive it, yes immersion I get that sense how, definitely how the writing yeah. is. and also yeah. how it makes you feel as well I've yes. noticed the and so that connected of... to that then is basically the entire back catalogue by Katie Ford and also by Christina Jane. So Katie Ford is very much um, like nice, happy romances. Mm-hmm. Like it's what people call fluffy chiclet. Um, <laughs> she is a, she is an amazing writer actually. Um, but I love that her stories are if essentially they're like girl meets boy. But there's so much more to it than that. She also always has self employed. There are always women who have their own businesses or live on a narrow boat. Or basically, it's it's me in yeah. forty different versions. That's really cool. <laughs> I love that. Um, and Christina Jane's. Um, does magical realism very very beautifully so it's again it looks like chiclet but it's not really chiclet there's always a slightly magical so there'll be um a caterer who's um whose food has magical effects or there'll be um, an aromatherapist who can you know affect different there's fireworks that have yeah it's amazing and it's 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 based in um or mostly around um a village one of which is called uh, a bunch of villages in berkshire which is where i used to live uh not in these villages sadly uh one of which is called hazy hassocks and it just makes me smile just makes me Ah. smile it's great so um those are my uh yeah those those are my ones i mean it's not they didn't make the list it's just i was only allowed five so (laughs) we only allowed ourselves five i i said i will say that um sarah did accuse me of overthinking but she was spot on in that no one's actually gonna make me go to a desert island with just five books and without exactly so it's okay yes but it was a surprisingly difficult thing to choose. Is um, I I've, is, is it comes down is any time someone says to me, oh, you know, name your top five books or name your top ten books. I I do look at them and go, really, is that all I'm allowed? <laughs> having said that, so I was going to say, going back to what we said right at the beginning about Desert Island Discs, supposed to be you know reviewing people's lives and, and a, a, you know taking taking you for a tour through your life through the the, the music tracks that you choose. Mm. I wasn't sure whether books would or do that, and and but actually. The way one of the ways that I find out about people is when I'm very first invited to their house. Obviously, I talk to them. Obviously, I'm not a complete weirdo. Don't walk straight over to the bookcase. I'm looking. straight into the bookshelves. I'm like, right, how are you organising them? What have you got? What are you reading? What looks well thumbed? What doesn't? Are they organised in colour order? Are they in size order? Like, how are they on the Dewey Decimal System? I do know at least one person who uses the Dewey Decimal oh, System. Oh my goodness. Um, I do not do that. I do scan all of mine into library thing, but I don't. <laughs> I don't Dewey Decimal. Um, you know, how are they? Are they by author? Are they alphabetical? Are they totally random? But you know where they are 
and and you can tell so much about people from their books yeah their collection of books and yeah. i love that so I, love um, that. I mean maybe that is just me being a weirdo but i like it so. no that's no, good love it um, so maybe books do tell us more maybe our choices tell us more than we think about or tell our, our lovely listeners more i than feel we like think i've learned us. something about myself today from the books that i ended up choosing so yeah I think so too, actually. So, hmm. Yeah, fabulous. I enjoyed that episode even Me more than the too. first one, so we're going to have yes. to do another one, aren't we? We yeah. will do, yeah. Maybe in another season or two, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> tell us all your favourite books. We want to hear all about your favourite books and yes. see if any crossovers or any recommendations, actually. I'm always up for recommendations. I'll read anything once. Oh, so. Carla, did you have to say that? Because the problem I is did. people make recommendations and I have to keep adding them to my forever growing list know, right? of, to, of to read books. And you're never, you're never going to get through that list, so it's cool. Oh, I know, but it makes me sad. Oh, <laughs> all the no, books don't I be sad. Be excited at all, all the, the books I'll never get to read. <laughs> <laughs> On that stressful slash delightful note. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, thank say you so for much thank for, you for listening. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love for you to rate us, review us and subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Five stars, please. Where can people find us online, Carla? We are on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Reboot Co. And we also have a Facebook group, which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes. Just search for Creative Reboot Group. And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or have topics that you want us to chat about. We'll look forward to seeing you there.